Welcome to the Digital Gumbo episode number 79. I'm Idris Elbow with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And this is the Idris Elbow takeover of the Digital Gumbo podcast. Now, before we get started, I just want to warn folks that you might hear some language that might be offensive to some people. So beware. And now that we got all that over with, let's start this damn show. <laughs> Producer E, hit the music. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come work for Welcome once again to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. I'm Idris Elbow with a little bit of ash on the elbow. I'm taking over the Digital um, Gumbo Podcast this evening. And for those who are just joining us for the first time, the Digital Gumbo Podcast is dedicated to news and current events with a little bit of urban, also black perspective. Um, And we're at the intersection of all those things, news, current events, and a black perspective. But that intersection, because I'm hosting, is at the intersection of the liquor store. So let's get started. Um, and I'm joined by my co-host, the wonderful brother, my man, 50 grand, Mr. Nookie Bishop Jr. How you doing, brother? Adrice Elbow, proud of you, bro. Take over. You know, you can't, uh, it's better to just, you know, do what you got to do and uh, ask for forgiveness later as opposed to, you know, asking for permission. So you just taking it over, man. You you running this ship today. I'm just going to sit back, offer my opinions, man, and you're going to guide this ship. Hopefully you don't hit an iceberg or some rocks or some shit like that. But uh, I think that you can, uh, you're the captain now. So you go ahead and guide us where we're going, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to this episode, brother. Thank you, Nook. I'm so glad to have you here. Next up, we have my co-host, my sister from another mother, the wonderful, the beautiful T-Penny. What's up, girl? (laughs) What's up, Drees? This is about to be hilarious. I'm doing good. Your takeover is going well. I mean... I am having a good week. I'm prepping for something fun this weekend. So mostly I'm just trying to cruise into that. But I'm doing all right. How about you? How's your week been? I'm doing good. I'm having a good week. It's, um, you know, it was warm like this week. It got up to 80 degrees this week. Yeah. And so I was outside hanging out. So it's it's been lovely. But um, I heard it's going to get cold. So I don't know. I've been like back and forth. So but it's been a good week. That's that lotto number weather, 72, 52, 32, 72, 52, 32. <laughs> Every other damn day, it's like a 40 degree drop. Oh, it's nah, going to be 80 I'll... degrees one day, and then it's going to snow like four days nah, later. What in the hell? No, nah, nah, if that's hey, the number, you're going to be sick. Hey, <laughs> I heard we got like a bomb cyclone coming. Y'all ever heard of the bomb cyclone? Is that what it's called, the bomb cyclone? Is that what's coming? Oh, man. Yeah, coming. I guess I'm going to miss it, y'all. Hmm, y'all had to tell oh, me about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You, you going out of town, T-Pain. I ain't going to tell people where you going, but it's uh, someplace mm. nice and fancy. It ain't none of their damn business where I'm going. And it ain't no so. damn bomb cyclones where you going, so that's what's up. Ain't, we'll it here. ain't at all. 
We'll be here right, dealing with whatever this comes, this uh, biblical. I've, shit, I would not be surprised if it's frogs and cicadas in this damn uh, bomb cyclone. But hopefully, <laughs> what well, it did say it was going to be some spiders the size of a child's hand parachuting all along, along the East Coast this summer. Did y'all see that oh, shit? Lord. We we in the end times. <laughs> we in the end times. <laughs> let, me, let me hurry up and finish this show before <laughs> y'all better get right with God. Get right with God. Get Ain't right, pestilence right one now. of the uh, seven uh, plagues? Ain't that <laughs> yep. in the Bible? That's Old Testament. Damn. <laughs> Listen, y'all. All right, so this is the Idris Elbow takeover of the Digital Gumbo podcast, right? So I got to run down some of the some of the rules that we're going to do. All right. So first of all, Nook, you said I'm the captain of this ship. You can call me Skipper. You can call me the HNIC, which is the head Negro in charge. Or better yet, like who, who, who like really runs stuff? You know who really runs stuff? It's Black Mamas. So just pretend I'm your Black Mama. <laughs> What Before you go into the grocery store. So that's that's what that is. <laughs> How you gonna pretend to be a black mama when it's a literal no, black, black mama on this stuff. podcast? Like like when I think of people who run stuff, black mama, that's the ultimate leadership right there. Like you, you like a black Facts. mama take her black kids into the store. And you know, like a store is designed, like it's got food, it's all kind of bells and whistles, like buy me, touch me, do all this kind of stuff. Black mama leadership so good that she make her kids ignore their instinct of hunger and grabbing stuff and be in line. That's how bad a black mom is. That's, that's For all the nine months I carried you. Wow. You're going back to me. No charge. No charge. <laughs> <laughs> Remember I used to come on Sunday mornings? Oh my God. We and that was a BET like gospel commercial staple member. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember this was, Going up the rough side of the mountain. What was the rest oh, of the yeah. house? And what's the <laughs> about the dogs? Who the <laughs> hell left the gate open? That's that's <laughs> Reverend Bennett Smith. He was a preacher in Buffalo, St. John's Baptist Church. Who in the hell left the gate open? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Boy, we're gonna have a good time tonight. I see that already. All right, so all right, I'm in charge. Now, what we're gonna do, we got several topics we're gonna cover, right? And I'm going to share the topics out and they're going to be kind of like, you know, things we'll talk about that topic. Right. And then when we get late later in the show, I'm going to be doing players choice, which I'm going to name a number of different stories. And you guys can grab and talk about whatever stories you want to. All right. Everybody got it. Got it. All right. All right. So let's get into it, y'all. All right. So the first topic I want to talk about is somebody need to come get your boy yay kanye he done lost his mind well he been lost his mind but he he on some other stuff right now do we have to talk about this nigga? yeah we got to i know what your your point of view is gonna be but i got actually some pretty intriguing thoughts about this that uh you all right go go ahead about. nook you break it off and I'm, well I'm wait a minute what what are we catching up on because y'all know i don't right, look, okay what do you do right. now it's, it's a it's a couple of things i want y'all to touch on right of course right. there's his ex-wife now i think they're divorced kim kardashian right is dating pete davidson right and kanye ain't feeling that right even went to the point where he did his newest video and some say it was aimed at Pete Davidson. He, he called him out, called his name. But also, Ye got a Netflix series out um, called Genius. 
spelled a weird way. <laughs> Only the way Kanye would spell it. And then, you know, he also been doing some um kind of like stalker, stalkerish kind of things when it comes mm -hmm. to Kim Kardashian. So it's a lot happening with Ye right now. So Nook, go ahead and speak on it. Okay, so I have not seen the series. Um, I'm not so sure that I would use my time in that way to watch the series, but I have heard both good and bad things about it. This video intrigued me. So first of all, the song is great. It's the game and Kanye. The song is called Easy. The video is uh, called for it as well as Easy. It is the sample of Misha Lay from um, Easy Does It. And uh, you know where it's the Gumby theme reinvented, right? He was once a little ball, little green ball of clay, but uh, Misha Lay did it. He was once a thug from around the way. So that's the hook to the song. So that brought me in. The video, so just let me say T. Petty, I am also Petty, right? So let me give you this uh, video. It's all in claymation for the most part. Um, there is uh, some video of um, the game, but essentially Kanye's character um, buries a claymation Pete Davidson alive. It's very disturbing. And, and it's it all black and, and white. It ain't no aesthetically pleasing claymation. It's like it's like a, a six-year-old did the claymation. Yeah, yeah. So um, he buried the Pete Davidson character. Now, one of my favorite movies is The Nightmare Before Christmas. In that movie, uh, three characters, Lock, Shock, and Barrel, um, work for Oogie Boogie. And um, Oogie Boogie ain't nothing but a potato sack full of worms. They conspire to kidnap Santa Claus. And um, end of the story, spoiler alert, the movie's like 30 years old. Christmas was saved. But it was a very claymation-ish um, sort of um, version of that, that's one. So artistically it was um, pleasing. But on the petty part, right? If I was going through a divorce or divorce and I had the resources to make a video where I could kidnap my wife or ex-wife's uh, new boyfriend and bury him alive in a claymation sense, that's actually funny to me. So we have uh, that petty aspect uh, there that appealed to me, but um, as Dries said, this is very stalkerish, right? Like if uh, we talking about Ye and he's just like a regular guy, like a mediocre dude, um, you know, not a famous rapper, entertainer, anything like that. This type of shit could be admitted into, could be admitted into, thank you, Bay. Uh, could be admitted, got a drink here since uh, we drinking today. Could be admitted into court as evidence. And um, it is, um, you know, very stalkerish in that way. You know, he buried him alive. He talks about his kids. Um, he also had a sample of his wife in the song. So it has a lot of multifaceted things with it. Um, it is a great song, but a, a, a very disturbing video. And uh, let me just say this, um, you know, there are people that are going to be sympathetic to Kanye, um, but uh, for somebody that lost their mama uh, very tragically in the way he did, um, and then to got mixed up with these Kardashians. You already know what happened to brothers when they mix up with the Kardashians. They career track life, never the same, you know, once it ends, um, you know, it's just uh, just uh, that aspect as well. So, um, you know, a sympathetic figure in some ways, but just an asshole in some ways as well. And he's all of that and, and then more. So that that's my sort of quick assessment on the, the video, et cetera, et cetera. And Nook, thank you for that. Cause like the thing that I was, thinking about when it when it comes to that too is like people are saying that's kind of stalkerish right like he a, he a billionaire and he's kind of using those resources to kind of 
be a stalker. So what do you say, T-Penny? It's not kind of stalkerish. The only thing keeping that nigga out of jail is the fact that he is musically talented and is a billionaire or however much money he has. If that was Ray Ray from down the block, he would have been locked up and he should be. None of this behavior is funny. I don't care what Kim Kardashian did or didn't do. Shit is over. You need to move on. I don't want to hear any of this shit about his mother died. A lot of people's mother died. That don't mean you get to be a stalker. Get on your meds. Go talk to your people. Do whatever. But what he doesn't have the right to do is essentially terrorize and stalk his ex-wife. And y'all know I am not a Kardashian fan by any stretch of anybody's imagination. But nobody deserves the shit that he is doing. And he needs to be corrected immediately. But instead, people are applauding it and laughing at it, continuing to put money in his pockets, thinking it's a joke. And when that girl ends up hurt or Pete Davidson ends up hurt behind some shit that he's doing and encouraging, those same people ain't going to have shit to say. Kanye is trash. I've been telling y'all that for years. And continuing to listen to his music and watch his documentaries Fuck him for real. He's well, trash. Betty tells how you really feel. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know like, how I feel you know, about this. I like I okay. I like my stance on like Kanye. I think has like evolved over the years, right? When he first came out, right? He you know he was he was like I liked him as an artist. I thought he was great. I like I like the way that he put himself and his emotions and what he was going through into his music it just made it feel real and authentic right and then but like as he like progressed as an artist and as he got like richer like I felt more and more disconnected from him you know and his and his experiences right so it's like I I, I rarely listen to his music um now and then I haven't been really following this like I, I other people was telling me about you know him and Kim breaking up and all this stalking stuff he was doing and so that was new to me so that was a surprise so he's kind of been outside of my orbit for a minute but um t patty i I hear what you're saying right like you can't excuse it just because people got a whole lot of money right and it 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 can you know it can be dangerous for folks so i think it's something we need to watch and, and 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 see how it progresses and hopefully it doesn't get worse but usually if you don't intervene or if something doesn't intervene, it just tends to get worse. It so that's escalates. This yep, is it classic escalates. abusive, manipulative behavior, period. And I don't know why people, well, I do know why people don't want to call it off or what it is. That's like the excuses that people make about R. Kelly. He's talented and they like his music. So it's cool that he was fucking on teenage girls and abusing women all those years. That's great. So they'll still support him and they're sending him money and listening to his music. That's awesome bullshit. I don't care how much money you have and how many bops you've made. Once you've revealed yourself to be a piece of shit, I'm done. Period. Hey, it's, it's, it's a theme there. So I'm, I'm thinking out Kanye, R. Kelly, you got Bill Cosby. All that seems to be going the same. Go ahead and speak on the nook. Now, what I will say, Dries and T. Patty, is that this sort of aspect of it is not stalker-ish. This is some stalker shit. The motherfucker bought the house next door or across the street or across something like that. Across the street. Across yes. the street, okay? Wait, so wait, no wait, matter- wait, what now? 
So he explain that again. She moved right somewhere. Right. And okay. he bought the house across the street. Right. What? And then on her birthday or some event, he like had a literal truckload of like flowers delivered to her. Like none of that shit is cool. And he actually needs to be arrested. Yeah. That's wow. called love bombing. Psychologically speaking, that's not some good shit. And and let me go here with this comparison. Southern California, a famous person breaks up with their wife. The divorce is final. She moves out and moves on with her life. She ends up dead. You know who the fuck I'm talking about? Mm. Orenthal James. Orenthal James. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Yes. Mm. And he mm-hmm. had some stalker type shit. So That's stalking, controlling, trying yes. to see who she's dating. None yes. of this shit is funny. It's not cute. It's not any of that. He is literally threatening her in his music, her and her new dude. And people think that shit is sweet and it's not. Right. And even yeah, at the so- end of the video, you know, he had to put that shit on there like everybody was fine and live happily ever after. He crossed out Pete's name, P-E-T-E apostrophe S. And he like made his name like Skeet. Like that's just like, that's just really that asshole that's in him um, as far as everything is concerned. But again, uh, drawing those comparisons between OJ and Kanye, I don't know. I don't know. But, Mm. you know, it's a cautionary tale and, you know, hopefully police is on it. And, you know, domestic violence situations have changed uh, in a lot of ways since the OJ case, especially in Southern California. But uh, certainly hope it doesn't. uh, Have they? I think they, I think, I think the attention to it, um, you know, in, in terms of um, celebrity, at least, I think maybe not for the common person, you might be right on that T Petty, but in terms of celebrity, we'll see how this, this turns out, but uh, you know, your ex buying the house across the street from you so they can keep watch on your house and you and your kids and who's coming, who's going. That's uh, that's not cool at all. Well, we're gonna keep a we're gonna keep an eye on this story, and I think the lesson in this too is also for um you know I think you know as we're working with like young women right who are dating or in relationships, identifying those signs that this person could be a stalker or a person who's manipulative, and and this is seems to be a classic example of that. So hopefully we can like learn from this and and it can it can help people. But it sounds like it's a rough situation right now. All right, I'm gonna have to transition to our next topic. All right, now this one this is a pretty rough topic. I'm it's, I'm calling it Mother Russia, and I'm I'm saying I almost like Mother Russia, you know, because <laughs> Russia started the, the war with Ukraine. It's been going on for 14 days, almost two weeks now, right? And a lot is happening there. And it's a number of different things I want to touch on. So I'm going to go down the list and we'll touch on each particular aspect of it. So the first one is going back to Nook because Nook, I'm blaming it on the alcohol. You got people not selling Russian vodka and Mm -hmm. doing what you wanted them to do was actually pour it out. Go ahead and speak on it. So... I got the ounce of blood that I was looking for, the pound of flesh that I was looking for in terms of them pouring this uh, liquor in the streets. They already bought the vodka, and I understand that, but they are pouring it in the streets. So I guess that visual is good. 
Again, uh, as I said, uh, I believe on episode 77 or episode 78, we're going to see how this turns out. If this war is over in three months, six months, are they going to continue to stock this Russian vodka, you know, on the shelves? Or, you know, are they going to go strictly Tito's a la, you know, uh, Freedom Fries, that bullshit that they did, you know, 10, 20 <laughs> years ago, or whatever. That, that was the stupidest shit ever. That really pissed me off. So that's one. The other thing is um, T. Petty likes to use the phrase performative bullshit um, in terms of people now rebranding what they call uh, Moscow mules and uh, these other drinks. What's it called? A black Russian, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> where they say and they change in the names of the drinks or whatever, you know. So um, I understand it. Right. It's all about marketing and the whole nine yards and you know, if you an independent bar or not a chain and you out here trying to survive for your life, I get it. I dig it. You got to adapt to the times just like any other business. Um, so, yeah, I was glad to see the vodka roll down the streets. Now, people are ignorant, though, because they don't look where the source of origin is. A vodka might have what you think to be an Eastern European name and actually be coming from France or another country. Mm, so that's neither here point. nor there. So people got to do their research on that. Um, I only mess with the uh, Tito's, so that's uh, that's uh, you know story for another day. But um, you know, in terms of this uh, Freedom Fries, you know, uh, you know, Black Russian whatever drink, eh, okay. The other thing I want to talk about is now um, these companies sort of pulling out Starbucks, McDonald's closing, um, you know, in Russia, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, again, it's the just whole like the gang joined in. It's like it, we 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 out. Exactly. It's like a deal where, you know, if the war is over, is they going to be reopening in Russia in six months or, you know, what's going to be the theme here? Or again, is this uh, some performative theater? So we gonna watch these people and, and, and see what's up. A step in the right direction. I guess some momentum in the right direction. But people really need to see, you know, where these um, where these liquors come from. I'll tell you all a quick story. So y'all remember Bartles and James wine coolers? Yeah, the coolers. Okay, so so they had That's the commercial. The drink of my youth. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> so they had the commercials, the two white guys apparently from the Midwest, right? Made yeah, the old think, guys, the old guys, Bartle and James. Yeah, made you think that you were supporting two old dudes from the Midwest, you know, making these wine coolers, right? They was actors, and you know who so who was selling uh um who was selling Bartles and James wine coolers? Ernest and Julio Gallo, one of the biggest winemakers oh, in the world. Wow. So, you know, it's all about the advertising and stuff. You got to do a little research. They want you to think one thing and, you know, they run in the okie doke on the other side. So we'll see how this vodka thing turns out. But uh, eh, uh, the grade is incomplete at this point. All right. So we got people swaying off Russian vodka, McDonald's leaving, Starbucks leaving, tea petty. What you think about all this? So about the vodka thing, I think that's dumb. You already paid for it. That's like when uh, so-called conservatives were mad at Keurig for something. So they were smashing their coffee makers. Like, they don't give a fuck. You already paid for it. They already had their money, so they don't care if you break it or whatever. This is the same thing. Like, who cares? The real question, like uh, Nook said, is what's going to happen when the attention goes away. So I wouldn't even call this, well, I suppose it's a war, but Russia's aggression toward Ukraine 
however long this is going to go, people are going to go back to their old habits. So um, if they're still producing Stoli with all these damn sanctions and everything else, they won't be able to do a damn thing. Um, people will go back to buying it and all that shit. Uh, the real thing is oil. What are people going to do about oil? So Russia supplies a good percentage of of the world's oil. Um, of course, there are other sources as well. I know America is one country that has shut off uh, Russian imports of oil. But I mean, who knows? Like the lasting effects of of these, like boycotts and people pulling out of doing business. But why are you pulling out now? Because Russia. They've been crazy as hell. They've been doing shit. They have no business. They've been bad actors. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at what they did to this country in 2016 in the election and all this shit that they kicked up. And none of those companies pulled out then. Mm. So you pull it out now because it's some uh, dead, white, blonde hair, blue eyed Europeans laying in the streets. Mm. That's mm. why you're doing it. But you've been making money off of Russia all this time. Y'all yeah, remember when we did the story? I'm sorry, uh, Dries. You remember no, when we were doing ahead, the stories? No. With, you remember when we was doing the stories when the Russians was pushing the scientists and shit out the damn building, talk about they jumped, and um, yep. they would yep. they they are good to poison the motherfucker. They put like one grain of fentanyl or some type of yeah. No, it'd be a nuclear it. a nuclear isotope, <laughs> and they turn blue and the people die. So you know yep. uh, now you know that's okay. But, uh, you know, now you're pulling out. So I, I totally get what you're saying, T. Petty. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's been uh, there for a minute. The election was, what, 16? This is 22? So, hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, T. As Petty, for me in my house, we also drink Tito's and Kettle One. So I'm good on the Stoli. I haven't had Stoli in years. And so, so but you sound, I, you I'm sound being well consistent. <laughs> All right. Now, y'all know your girl stays stuck. Yeah. You know, uh, Diddy about to come out with some new Ciroc flavors in a minute. He about to run oh, this. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm, 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 good on that, I'm good on that Ciroc shit. Listen, <laughs> dragon, you. dragon, berry, Ciroc. <laughs> T. Petty, I'm glad you mentioned earlier about, like, um, the U.S., like, is kind of shut off, like, the importing of Russian oil, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I'm calling this, like, I'm saying, like, don't gas me, Joe, because like part of this, I feel like, OK, I, I really do believe Joe kind of stands on his principles. I believe that. And I believe that he said, OK, we're not going to buy Russian oil because they ask us not to. And we need to put the pressure on them to stop. I believe Joe when he said that. But I also think like Joe, this kind of worked out well for him. Right. Because inflation was going up. Gas prices was going up anyway. Right. And Joe was getting blamed for it. You know, everybody was saying like, oh man, inflation is bad. Gas prices going up. Joe, what you doing? I don't know if you're going to have a job. But then when Russia jumped Ukraine, and then I think Joe and his team saying, you know what? Let's go ahead and shut off this like Russian import. The price is going to go up, but it's going to go up anyway. But now we can blame Russia for it. So gas prices are going to creep up, but everybody's going to say it's because we're, we're standing with Ukraine and Russia was the one that made the gas prices go up. So I think, Joe, this was kind of like kind of smooth 
on his part to do that. Shit, so, they, they ain't creeping up. They just went up eight cents since we started the damn podcast. This shit is crazy. <laughs> they said it's, it's crazy. Like, it, it jumped 11 cents yesterday, I think. Mm-mm. So it's, it's quite interesting that people act like the president has anything to do with fucking gas prices. They're now responsible when the gas prices are low or when they're high. What everybody needs to be looking at, of who they need to be blaming is these goddamn CEOs and these companies and corporations that are essentially price gouging. That's who they need to be mad at. All of these oil and gas companies made record profits in 2020 and 2021. So I don't want to hear no shit about you need to raise prices to cover the cost of blah, blah, skippity, blah. That's all bullshit. That's who we need to be looking at them for price gouging. But nobody yeah, wants to talk about that. They don't have shit to do with Russia. Like, what? Like, it's not like it's instant, right? He just had that press conference yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so then yep. that means that prices go up 20 cents a gallon today. That's bullshit. It's all greed. Like, look at the cost of what we're paying, not just for oil and gas, but just in general. Mm -hmm. These companies are all making money hand over fist, record profits. And what are they using this money for? Stock buybacks. Mm. Mm. Uh, True, T. Patty. I think uh, Amazon is about to announce a 20 for one share split. Um, they are in May. Wow. And they are going to buy back 10 billion with a B, $10 billion in stock. Um, the reports had surfaced out there that Joe had called OPEC and, um, you know, our brothers and sisters, our oil producing brothers and sisters in the Middle East, they refused to take his phone call. That's crazy. Um, you know, they've been telling people that this um, crunch is coming for years and to roll with the electric vehicles. Now everybody with a damn electric vehicle is on top and they busting their asses to get these charging stations for these, you know, electric vehicles that may or may not come with the shipping logistics that's uh, happening. And then, um, you know, just also, um, you know, these, these, just these rising prices, right? Crude oil actually went down, but it's gonna take a little time for the market correction for um, the gas prices to go down, right? Remember Dries and T. Petty, we talked about the winter gas. This is like the last of the winter gas. Then they changed the formula and then it's lighter for the spring. So they are gonna get you on the last of that winter gas and then they are gonna try and raise the price more when that spring gas go out. I done seen some prices in California, nine. And, you know, they they ain't got enough numbers on the damn uh, thing to say $10 a gallon. But that's where we headed. So they'll make it $9.99 and nine-tenths, you know, on that. They're they going to have to get some more numbers. Than, you know, if it's electronic, they got to get an extra number. They're going to, like, put, like, a cardboard one to start the $10 price. And then they got to get some of them extra plastic numbers the way we going. So, it's man, look, um, you got that. Then while the transportation infrastructure bill is being passed, right? And, um, you know, these repairs are coming to these uh, bridges that need to be replaced. It might be a blessing in disguise that less people travel so they can get more road work done. But, um, you know, we need that gas tax, you know, the states do to continue to fuel these improvements, right? You might get 50 or 75% from the feds, but you need a 25%, um, you know, component from the state. So if the feds, if the feds, um, you know, uh, suspend the gas tax, so there's three parts of your gas tax, might be four. It's federal, it's state, 
and sometimes it's county and sometimes it's a municipal as well. So, you know, there are four individual taxes, up to four individual taxes on the price that we pay for a gallon of gas. And while it might make the gas cheaper, um, it's really the change in behavior that they're looking for. So there's no easy solutions about this. Yeah, you know, if, you, if you roll that tax back, then people are just gonna, like, they're gonna buy more, they're gonna buy more. And that, mm -hmm. that creates other issues too. All right, so so I, I let's keep an eye on the on the gas tank because like I you know I've I've always been twenty dollars twenty dollars that's that's what's going in my tank and it just I'm gonna get more or less. <laughs> so way. here's the I'm question: twenty dollars. So now we see that the oil and gas industry and the automobile industry, like they're lobbyists, and this to continue dependence on. Um, fossil fuels has backed the United States into a corner. So Russia lose their goddamn mind and now look what's happening. So the question is why isn't like energy dependence and fuel and stuff like that, why isn't that considered a national security issue? Because mm, Russia be. can put us in yep. a fucking headlock and everybody's going crazy over gas prices. I mean, we can talk about the absurdity of complaining about paying more for gas when people mm -hmm. are literally getting shelled in the streets. But we can talk about that at a different point. Yeah, but but, but you, you got to be careful with some of these jokers because what they'll say is like, well, we need to be drilling more. That's national security. Let's drill more. Like, no, ooh, let's get off this stuff. <laughs> exactly. Because that's all tied into climate change, which is a whole nother thing. Like it's just a whole lot of stuff and lobbyists and uh, people with these antiquated ideas and don't want to move forward um, mm -hmm. to make these decisions that need to be made got us all fucked up. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, you know, Joe talking about it's time to go back to work. Are you out of your goddamn mind, Joseph Robinette? No, mm -hmm. the hell it ain't. A, I'm not going back. And B, how you gonna be telling people to go back to work who might be making minimum wage when gas is $10 a gallon? Because these damn oil companies are price gouging people. You know, we need to we need to put a, a, a ticker on the on the gas thing on like the digital gumbo website where it just show how the gas prices go up like every day. A ticker. All right. Now the other thing I want to point out with Russia, this is going to T Patty. I want you to speak on this. How All is right. Russia snatching up black women? Russia snatched up Brittany Griner. With wow. the W from the WNBA, just snatched her up. Like you've you been following this story, T Petty. Well, you know that I have, because y'all know basketball is my jam. So I'm gonna tell y'all all this is tied into income inequality in the United States. Okay, go ahead, Brittany. So it for those who do not know, Brittany Griner is one of the biggest stars in the WNBA. If you don't watch women's basketball, you're missing out. But that's a rant for another day. Biggest literally and figuratively. Yes, Brittany yes. Griner. Uh, um, we can talk about how I found out about her when she got on the scene, played for Baylor and Kim Mulkey down there. She's been in the pros for several years now. So as one of the biggest stars in the WNBA, she's one of the highest paid stars, uh, which means that she might make 200 grand a year, maybe, maybe. Well, that, that's, um, that's barely a fraction of what an NBA player, a male NBA player makes. 
eggs blackly. So that leads directly into why she, along with a lot of the WNBA, play overseas in the offseason because that's where they make real money. So Brittany Griner, along with a lot of other WNBA stars, Brittany, uh, not Brittany, I'm sorry, Brianna Stewart, uh, John Quell Jones, Diana Tarazi, a lot of these players go overseas and play for these international teams. They play in France, Italy, a lot of them play in Russia. That's what she was doing in Russia. She was going to do her fucking job. She was detained by uh, Russia, Russia police and had her bag searched. Now, this was approximately at the time that this will come out three weeks to a month ago. The mm. story just broke within the past week. So she has been in custody in Russia for at least three weeks to a month. Mm. Mm. Um, the WNBA is working to get her out, her agent. Um, really the only people that have um, probably influence to try to get her out are the Russian oligarchs that own the team that she plays for. So clearly this is being done. She's being used as a pawn and basically is being held hostage because do I think for one minute that this tall, black, queer, um, basically a non-conforming basketball player who's been playing in Russia for years is going to try to carry some, some CBD oil or some weed into that fucking country when she's been playing there for years and she knows how they get mm. down. Not mm. fucking likely. So the Russian, um, Russian state TV showed a picture of her, of her that was like in a, a booking picture, but it wasn't dated. She looks scared to death and I would be mm. too. So mm. I'm, I'm legit scared for her about how this is going to end up because what what leverage does the united states have to get her home mm -mm. Mm. Yeah. especially so, with russia right now at, at war right. and it's just uh, acting it's just, a goddamn fool it's not yeah. it's not a good thing like i said the oligarchs might be the only ones who have the power to do it but she's a high profile yeah like that, and, probably and the, the highest profile said, athlete that they could do this to. Yeah. And the other thing you said, T. Petty, too, is like she's of the queer community. And, you know, like the the Russian state, I'm not saying the Russian people, but the Russian state was like, we don't have we don't have queer people here. Exactly. Homophobic, racist. It's a terrible situation. So yeah. if you believe in higher powers and prayer and most of y'all are black, so y'all do. Yeah, um, y'all yeah. should be praying because this is a terrible situation for Brittany Griner, her family, her wife. I believe her wife had, I believe they have a child or children yes. or something yeah. like yep. that. Yep. So and um, they, they put out on Twitter like, "We miss you, we love you." So it's it's yeah. it's, it's heartbreaking. Um, it is. Nook, I, I I know you are you, you do a lot of other kind of guest appearances on other sports. Um, podcast like are people talking about this like what's your take on on this man some quick takes people ain't talking about this enough uh the nba should uh, be dedicating uh, something you know uh, some commercials um uh, you know i don't know what they're doing behind the scenes it's a real delicate situation 
But I think uh, in all of their talk shows and, you know, studio shows, they should be talking about this more. That's one. T. Petty was right, uh, hit the nail right on the head in terms of equality, right? This is uh, National uh, International Women's Day was yesterday, but this is uh, National uh, International Women's Month, right? Uh, a, an NBA player, a rookie, zero years experience, fresh out of college, minimum salary, $995,000. Let's just call it a, a million. Wow. One. Wow. So a WNBA player, or at least at uh, Brittany Griner's level with six top, years of experience, $200,000, one fifth of that. And uh, yeah, the season mm. is shorter. I get that. But, you know, you could uh, sort of scale that down to a per game thing, um, you know, bonuses, uh, et cetera, um, and, and scale that to per game. So there we have that. Um, also, uh, what did I want to say? Um, in terms of uh, the New York Liberty, this is a WNBA team. Now, listen to this shit. The Liberty was fined. I know what you're about to say. They were fined because they chartered jets for their team members and team staff to go from city to city to city. Meanwhile, NBA teams purchase their own jets and they do some charters as well, but they purchase their own jets when they go on road trips. So you mean to tell me in the terms of competitive balance that you're going to find a team for, you know, I mean, these women are tall. Brittany Griner's like six, 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 seven. You know, being cramped up with your knees in the back on a commercial plane, this is what we're doing, but you're going to find them because they want to make their players more rested and comfortable. After you didn't ran about five miles up and down the court during wow. warm-ups in the damn game, okay? So that's uh, some bullshit as well. And then um, to speak to T. Petty's point about the prayer, um, some diplomatic experts were saying that because three weeks had passed between Brittany Griner's arrest and the story being made public, that that might actually bode well for her in terms of a release. I hope that that is the case, but we'll see what's up. Also, uh, Jesse Jackson, Reverend Al, everybody, uh, you know, they, they come for everybody else. Uh, I don't know how you negotiate this with the Russians, but, you know, you need to be speaking out on your shows and stuff about this drawing attention to this. And, um, you know, where is the uh, the free Britney uh, t-shirts? Not Britney Spears, Britney Griner. Where is mm. the free Britney t-shirt? Yes. So, you know, we we need to get on this. Uh, the WNBA, uh, it's off season for them as well. I'm sure that they're working behind the scenes, but everybody needs to pull, the, pull together, get her home, and, um, you know, begin to boost up this pay for WNBA stars so that they don't have to go overseas and earn money. And that, that's what I'm going to say on that. And not to mention play year round, which puts wear and tear on your body. That's why Diana Taurasi, one of the biggest stars in women's basketball, since she started playing for UConn years ago, she took an entire year off from playing because she basically had been playing year round since she left college. That's a superb, same thing. And these are some of the top stars in the WNBA. Do y'all know what the minimum, the minimum salary is for a WNBA player? Minimum. No, what is it? Is it ninety-five thousand? <laughs> it's sixty. Wow. What? Like a good administrative assistant makes more than <laughs> wow. A professional athlete. That shit is crazy. Ridiculous. Wow. So, so T, yeah, T. Patty, that's, you, you that's broke it how, down. It's it's about yeah. wealth inequality. <laughs> and it, there you yep. go. That's right. Spot that's, on. How, that's how these women end up playing 
in fuck ass countries like Russia because they're trying to make money to take care of themselves and their families while they are able to do so in their athletic prime. So, yeah. well, I'm, think I'm about glad that. we're using our I'm glad we're using our voice here on the digital gumbo to bring light to um, uh, what's happening to um, Brittany um, um, Griner. And um, and so let's let's keep an eye on this story. And, and like you said, free Brittany. All right. So you're listening to the Digital Gumbo podcast. I'm your host, Idris Elbow. This is the Idris Elbow Takeover. I'm joined by my co-host, Nookie Bishop Jr. and T. Petty. All right. We rounding the bin about the head for home halfway through. And I'm going to call this upcoming segment Player's Choice. So I'm going to name a few news stories here. And I want my co-host, Nookie Bishop Jr. or T. Petty to pick several of these to talk about, right? So let me throw out the first, the first two, and then y'all can jump on it depending on who wants to do it. All right. All right. The first one is Spotify got hacked. All right. That's the first one. (laughs) And then the second one is I already know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we already know this. The second one is a rocket crash landed into the moon. So I'll let y'all take it. Spotify hack, and then this rocket, I think it was a Chinese rocket, crashed into the moon. Tea Party, right. ladies first. I'm going to let you get the choice. I kind of think of which way you're going to lean, but I'm going to leave that up to you. I just said what I had to say about fuck-ass Spotify. So I'm going to talk about the rocket crashing into the moon. I believe it was a All Chinese right. rocket, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So y'all know that basically around the Earth, like there is a band of just like junk up there floating around. Satellites that have run out of gas, all kind of space junk that we just sent up there and now it's like fuck it and i i don't know if this was part of that like i don't even know what happened but what i do know is that we need to quit fucking around in the universe because we are not the only intelligent beings in this universe they're gonna get enough of us messing around with them and then they're gonna come and kill us all just like independence day so we should just (laughs) cease and desist and just manage the life that we have here on Earth and try to take care of this planet instead of going up into uh, the atmosphere and fucking that up, too. Um, Dries, I got two points on that. One, okay, go um, ahead. We, we only got one moon, and T. Petty is right. Um, you remember they said it was some type of pulsar or some type of, like, star that was sending pulses, and they was getting more and more frequent, and they was coming faster. They trying I'm to tell down. us... They're trying to tell us to, to, to look to, that y'all already saw Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Like, mm, mm, mm. And Independence Day. And Independence, and Independence Day. Day. Leave, look, leave that alone. Two, the other thing is this is a wonderful opportunity for waste management to get some kind of truck to go up there and get all that garbage, like a space garbage man. Like it's a, like, a, like a commercial, a big commercial for waste management. We clean up everything. Exactly. Clean it up and, you know, you get a rocket on it. I mean, hopefully you get back up there and you get back down. But, you know, if you can't, you can't. But who's to say that that rocket ship got some kind of plutonium in it or something 
the mm. moon go out, we are done. I give us about 37 days. days. That's it. It'll be the new ice age and shit. The Loch Ness Monster will come out of somewhere from Sweden or wherever it is, Scotland, and it'll be a wrap. It'll be a wrap because the tides will go crazy, man. It, it'll be a wrap. So please, China and whatever else it is, I hope no, like, satellite from like 1956 crash into the moon because when the moonlight go out it's all kind of shit can you imagine the burglary and miscreants that will come out and <laughs> every <not> night miscreants. <laughs> miscreants and looters every night why because it ain't no damn look it ain't enough spider-mans in the spider-verse or whatever it is to save us we just gonna be mm. it's gonna be looting every night till it ain't no more looting and it's gonna be looking like mad max beyond thunderdome up in here please please don't turn off the moon don't turn off the moon mm, mm, mm. <laughs> good lord all right what what about this spotify hack who who, who has news on the spotify hack what happened? Uh, very quickly, God don't like ugly. And uh, T. Petty, I will yield the rest of my time to you. Well, so y'all know I did really don't pay them no mind anyway. But it wasn't just them that was down. It was a bunch of sites that were down or glitchy at the same time. So y'all know these damn Russians have been launching all kinds of attacks um, against like, like cyber attacks for years. So I don't know. It just seemed a little fishy to me that all these sites were going down at the same time. So uh, I would recommend if you ain't changed your password in a while, you should do that. Get you a password manager. Your password can't be pookie one, two, three, four. Like y'all need to really get some security around your stuff, especially your financial accounts. And don't be falling for them damn phishing uh, texts and shit that they be sending. So Y'all just, you know, be mindful out there. Make sure you have some backups and stuff because shit's going to get real dicey because uh, this war in, in the, that Russia has has launched is not going the way old Vladdy thought it would. Yeah, Listen, it looks gotta, like we're in there for the long haul. Long yeah. haul. I, I got All right, y'all ready for the second set? Hold on, I got a little right. bit of dialogue for you. Y'all remember that video okay. by Snap? I got the power and the beginning of the video was like, and the thing, spook day. What the hell? I got the power. <laughs> don't say that. Don't yeah. say this. Change the lyrics. Everybody's a critic. It's getting kind of hectic. Remember it was two it's versions getting, of that song, but it was the same hectic. damn it's song. Getting, it's getting, yeah, that was yeah. live right there. <laughs> All right. All right. Next round. All right. This one is, I'm calling this, and you going to jail, and you going to jail, and you going to jail. All right. The two oh. stories here. Oh, jail. All right. Enrico Toro, the head of the Pie Boys, was arrested. So that's one story. I'll let y'all go with that. That's one. And here's the second story. The director of Black Panther, Ryan Coogler, was briefly detained in handcuffs at his bank for trying to withdraw, what is this? His own money. So mm -hmm. those two stories, I'll let y'all choose which one you want to go with. And Nook, I think it's on you because we gave T Petty the, cho the choice. That's right. On the last it's, one. So it's on you first, Nook. All right. So uh, we're gonna talk about Rico Suave real quick. I'll tell y'all a quick story, and then T Petty, <laughs> I'm gonna pass it to you. Okay. So Enrique, um, who is uh, a leader of the Proud Boys, which is let's just for all intents and purposes is a white supremacist group, right? That's crazy. He going to jail. 
uh, he facing felonies. He gonna do jail time. Um, back in the '80s, Duran Duran was a was a group of English, um, you know, pop group, and they had a song called Wild Boys. But I misheard the lyrics, and I thought the song was White Boys. So I was like, my friend, I was like, how can they put this shit on the radio? They're talking about white boys. We know they're white. We know that they're from England. And I was like, white boys, white boys, chicka, 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 white boys. He was like, no, he's not. They're not saying white boys. They're saying wild boys. And I was like, oh, wild boys. It totally makes sense now. Also, Duran Duran was named after an alien from a spaceship. And uh, I will yield the rest of my time. Now, a fictional character from a science fiction movie, and I will now yield the rest of my time about uh, Rico Suave to T. Petty. So this goddamn idiot, he is the Hispanic equivalent of Clayton Bigsby. How the hell are you heading up a white supremacist group and you're Hispanic? That's the stupid... <laughs> Yeah, how did how that work? How, how that work? I, I'm just I, they internal dynamics. How like that? Like the the cognitive dissonance that that takes, and then they dragged his ass out of the house in his drawers, and you know that immediately brought me to mind. Uh, my boy Q put the Glock to my chest as I paused, went to jail in my motherfucking drawers. <laughs> they took him to jail in his drawers at like four wow. o'clock in the morning. And if you think, if he thinks that his little white supremacist friends are coming to get his brown ass, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Mm. So he's getting what he deserves. And oh, well. And also don't come crying back now that uh, the fact that you've hung out with your little white friends all this time and now you're discovering that they're not going to treat you the same way they treated them. Stay mm. over there with them. Good luck, yeah. Enrique. Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting, too, that, that um, you know, this is part of that whole uh, January 6th insurrection. Yeah. Um, you know, and they said um, Enrique met with the um, leader of the Oath Keepers. They met for like 30 minutes in a parking garage. That was like that was floating out there and stuff like that. And then they had the um, they actually just finished the first conviction of like J6. Like the first trial they had, you know, like they had, they rounded everybody up or not everybody, but they rounded up whoever they rounded up. And, you know, they went through the legal process and the first trial finished up this week and it ended in a conviction, right? Like How just much time they get? Evidence. Um, and, ooh, and they, they haven't sentenced this? yet. They, they haven't sentenced mm. them yet, but they, they convicted okay. them and then they're gonna, they gotta do the sentencing um, okay. come, coming up. All right, so that's that's happening with the J6 insurrection. All right, now what's up with this Ryan Coogler story, director mm. of Black Panther? Now you somebody know somebody tell me that. about this. Mm. Look, you want to so go? so run, break it down, break it down. What happened? Okay, so Ryan Coogler, the director of Black Panther, uh, Fruitvale Station, other uh, movies as well, went into the bank to make a withdrawal. Somebody was over officious, called the damn police on him, and um, had him at least handcuffed. Um, they put two and two together and figured out that uh, he wasn't a bank robber, that he was a film director, and they let him go. Okay, that's one. Two, what is up with these bank robberies in Atlanta? 
The lady hopped the damn counter at the damn bank. We talked about this in episode 77 to 78. Took the money from the cash box. They still ain't caught her yet, okay? So I'm not sure if the security is lax or what's going down in um, Georgia. That's two. Here's the third thing. I'll tell you another story, and then T. Petty, I'm going to pass it to you. T. Petty, you a basketball fan. You know who D. Brown is. DeCoven Brown. He was a basketball Yes. Um, DeCoven Brown, he was a basketball player for the Boston Celtics, amongst other teams, and he famously won the uh, slam dunk contest with the blindfold and the pump-up dunks, a uh, pump-up rebox. He stole that from Cedric Sabalos from the Suns and the Lakers, but that's a story for another day and time. <laughs> D. Brown was actively on the roster with the Boston Celtics. I believe it was Bank of Boston, but it may have been another Boston area bank. Off day, D. Brown goes in to get a withdrawal from the bank. Somebody was over officious, hit the button. The cops came. They said he was a bank robber. And the cops got there. They said, no, ma'am, no, sir. This is not a bank robber. This is D. Brown. He plays for the Boston Celtics. He never got handcuffed or nothing like that. The bank, you know, manager apologized. The president of the bank and the board of the bank, they apologized to him, okay? Then they interviewed D. Brown. They said, man, you done went through all this. You at the bank, you trying to withdraw your money. You going to take your money out of the bank? D. Brown was like, hell no, I'm keeping my money in this bank. He said, if I can't get to my money, that means nobody else can get to my money. My money is safe and I'm good right here at this bank, which kind of makes sense and it's kind of crazy. But D. Brown didn't take his money out the bank. T. Petty. Uh, so D. Brown is also the father of Lexi Brown. Oh. Decorated. Uh, she played for uh, University of Maryland for a couple seasons, and then she transferred to Duke before going to the WNBA. Okay. I digress. Ryan Coogler. So he went in. Now, everybody know when you go in the bank, ain't really no privacy when you go to the teller. So he didn't want them, everybody else in the bank to know what he was withdrawing because that's how you get got. So yeah, you like, yeah, you're going to walk up like, give me $10,000, the yeah. biggest bill right. you he got. Was, he was withdrawing twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. So, and he wrote a note. I want to withdraw twelve thousand dollars. Oh, from my God. account. He, and so you know, he gave him the note, and I think it had like his account info on it and stuff. And over officious is a very generous term. Those motherfuckers mm. were racist because wow. if Joss Whedon walked in there and yeah. wrote a note, mm. instead, like, yeah, give him the money. They would have given his white ass the money and he would have gone about his merry way. They call the police on the police show up and arrest or not arrest, detain Ryan fucking Coogler in Atlanta. In handcuffs. In handcuffs. Mm -hmm. I would sue every motherfucker I could think of. I would take every dime out of that goddamn bank and go and put it somewhere else. Because if it's happening to, it shouldn't be happening to anybody. I'm a customer. I'm coming here to withdraw my money. I don't have to justify myself to your white ass. That's some mm. bullshit. This is why I don't fuck with banks, period, because that's trash. So uh, Bank of America, that's who the culprit was. So black folks, go ahead and withdraw your money because they're racist. Mm-hmm. Mm. I need yeah, to go back and check their social media and see what they put up for Black History Month. Then they're going to pull some fuck shit like this. 
They turned the little yeah. flag emblem into like red, black, and green that started like at 12.01 on February 1st. And you best believe at one second after midnight on March 1st, that shit was back to red, white, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's, so- that's humiliating, uh, scary, because mm. the police being called on anybody black, you could be dead. Within yeah, seconds especially like robbing up. a bank, like saying you robbing a bank. You know, yeah. like part oh, of yeah. T Patty. I was I was sitting here, and I was thinking to myself, like, what would make them call call the police? But mm-hmm. then I thought about it, like it ain't got to be no reason. They that's just the that's reason was he was black. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the fucking that's reason. And you just you yeah, it's it's what because we because we we can't have money, right? We yep. can't have twelve thousand dollars to just withdraw. We don't have mm. that right mm. in this fuck ass country. All right. You know I'm on that social media. I do see a red, white, and blue flag. <laughs> <laughs> we need screenshots from like February 1st yeah. to like February 28th. Every day we'll call us. All right. So we, here's our last pair of stories, right? Okay. All right. So one is it's inflation, which we talked a, a, a little bit about gas prices going sky high, but also the dollar still is a dollar twenty-five. I went in there yesterday and I usually have twenty dollars and I can get I get about 19 things because you know you always got to calculate the tax. But this time when I went in there, I was like, wait, I got twenty dollars. I only got about 12 things. And so it's it, so talk about inflation. <laughs> The dollar store, gas prices, whatever else you seeing with the price inflation. And mm. then I want you to talk about oligarchs everywhere. We had some Russian oligarchs trying to start a fake news outlet, right? T Petty, you already mentioned the oligarchs who own the Russian team, but they ain't doing that for Britney Griner to get her out. And it's just oligarchs all around, just everywhere, Russian oligarchs. So if you can talk about inflation and oligarchs, who wants to start? I'll start on the inflation. So before we so quick to blame everything on inflation, again, can we look at the greed of these damn corporations who are literally on earnings calls with their shareholders talking about how they've had record years, but they're still raising prices. So let's talk about that before we jump on the convenient boogeyman of inflation. And yes, inflationary things are happening, but we have gone through an unprecedented two years. I'm tired of going through unprecedented shit. I want to go through some precedented shit so that everybody can just calm the fuck down. But uh, I just think that now with, everything that's going on in the world, what's going on with Russia and Ukraine and continued supply chain issues, which are not going to get any better. We gonna have to buckle up. Like things are going to get worse rather than better. Um, These skyrocketing rents that are out of control. You know, now that the the pandemic things around um, pausing evictions and moratoriums on raising rent and stuff, all that stuff is expiring. And these landlords and everybody else has lost their goddamn minds. Groceries are costing more. Mm. So for those of us who are not in a position where we can just easily absorb all these additional costs, it's, it's, 
it's going to be rough out here. So um, I don't really have any financial words of wisdom to impart because, I mean, you got so much money coming in and you got money going out. So unless you're going to be getting another job and working crazy because these jobs are not paying enough when we're talking about like, you know, entry level stuff or minimum wage jobs, people are going to be in um, in a tight spot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, listen, I got a couple things on inflation, a couple of updates. Uh, one, two chains will now be referred to as one chain because he had to sell one of the other chains to pay for gas. That's one. Well, maybe he'll go back to his name, Titty Boy. There you go. What was his name? That was his first That was his original. It was. Go, go talk to your niece, my daughter. Wow. She'll tell you. <laughs> so that's, that's one. Uh, two, uh, when I die, bury me inside the dollar store instead of the Gucci store or the Louis store, because that's about uh, all we can afford right now. And three, look, if these prices at the grocery store keep going up, I'm about to get on the Theo diet. Y'all know what Theo is? The Theo diet? No, what's that? Remember when do with the Cosby show? Yeah, yeah remember, I, I, when, I, remember when Theo said he would just eat uh, uh, cereal? And baloney. That's what I'm oh, about yeah. to be on. <laughs> yeah. Damn, not baloney. And look, I went to the store the other damn day and the honey nut Cheerio section was out. Like we was in a third mm. world country. And I, man, look, if we run out of honey nut Cheerios, kids, adults, grandparents, people that's trying to reduce their cholesterol, they're going to go ape shit crazy. Now you could take a lot of things and you could hike up the price on a lot of things. When America run out of Honey Nut Cheerios, it's about to be a problem. I'm just forecasting that. Hopefully, it Dang. don't come down to that. And I'm down people, to my last little bit of Honey Nut Cheerios, too. The other thing yeah. is that I saw, guess who I saw on the box? You know, I read the cereal boxes while I'm eating the cereal in the morning. Guess who I saw on the back of a box of Honey Nut Cheerios? Oh. You, you still read the back of the, the cereal box? Yes. Ice oh. tea was on the back of the damn cereal box. Oh, bro. Have, have you seen his commercial where he walked with, with like a group of a group of like older ladies for the, oh the honey nut Cheerios commercial? No, no. <laughs> oh, you got you need to check it out. He, he uh he it's iced tea and about like three older white ladies, and they walk around the neighborhood. And, and matching jogging suits. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, can we talk about the journey? People talk about Snoop and his journey to like mainstream mm-hmm. America, but can we talk about Ice T and mm. his journey? Yeah. From you cop killer from to cop. Cop killer, then acting. Six I'm in doing the that in quotes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then him appearing in the documentary, I believe he was, was he in Pimps Up, Holes Down? He was yes, a he was. non-magic yes. one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now, uh, Finn Tutuola on Law and Order SVU. And now he's appearing in all these commercials for like Tide and with like old white Tide ladies. Commercial. This <laughs> is a cold call. <laughs> yes, that's the one. needs to chill out. This guy needs to chill out. There is, there is nothing you could not in like the late eighties, early nineties. You never would have been able to tell me that Ice T would be like mainstream America. That yeah. middle aged white woman would know who he was. He was cop <laughs> killer. It's crazy. He was a cop in New Jack City with Chris Rock. Yeah, trying to get Pookie off the rock. I want to shoot you so bad, my dick is hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Digital Gumbo Theater presents New Jack City. 
Remember when people were scared about New Jack City and they didn't want to show it in certain urban theaters because they thought oh, yeah, niggas they thought was going to tear the movie up? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, movie? Really? <laughs> yeah, like I had to go to like uh to see New Jack City on like a Tuesday at eleven o'clock in the morning because uh, my mama was scared <laughs> that the niggas was gonna tear the theater up and was gonna be shootings and shit, which it was shootings. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But when you got one black movie, you know, yeah. during that cycle, that was even I think right before Spike Lee, right? Like when you got one yeah. black movie a year, guess what movie black people going to? The one black movie a year. And you have a mixing of personalities and people with firearms and people that don't have firearms and they know who's going to be up there and who's not. And these type of things happen. So thank God. I know it was a 90% chance that Wesley Snipes would be in any black movie. <laughs> that, that ain't that it. Sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. <laughs> Listen, all right. So the last one we got is, is Russian oligarchs. Now I had to look up what a Russian oligarch was. Like I know there was like rich Russians, but I was like, how did they get this money? And they supposedly got their money when like Russian was like privatized, right? Like it was privatized, like former like Soviet Republic, and then they they somehow took all that wealth and whatnot. But then they they just I guess they spread across the world. Like when when Soviet uh, Republic broke up, then they just. They just went about their business and took their riches with them. But they keep popping up all over the place, fiddling with stuff. So have y'all heard about Russian oligarchs? What do y'all think about them? Man. Well, you going to go, go ahead. Nope, you go ahead. No, I was going to say that they everywhere, right? They hiding in plain sight. Now, I hate to make this right. comparison, but this is it is what it is. After World War II, some of the Nazis and the people from the death camp yep. came over from Eastern Europe to the United States and they went all over the world. All mm. of a sudden, excuse the expression, these motherfuckers showed up in Ohio and automobile plants and, um, you know, uh, some of the automobile plants throughout the Midwest, et cetera, posing as factory workers once they assimilated or got some papers or whatever over here. And it might have took them 10, 20, 30, 40 years to figure out who was who. But some of these people was running the death camps, the Nazi yeah. death camps, uh, killing our Jewish brothers and sisters. So these people was hiding in plain sight. Um, it's probably no segment of American society that we know about where that Russian money ain't touched something. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm. it was the USSR. And then I remember this because this was the dream team in 1992 and Michael Jordan. Then it was the Commonwealth, the independent states. And you saw these mm. uh, Russian countries, yeah. you know, started to break up. Um, you know, Slovakia, uh, Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic became its own country, Slovakia, and then, you know, Turkmenistan and all the, all those countries that uh, came about, um, Turkmenistan, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Herzegovina, Bosnia, you know, those countries started to, to break out. Ukraine. And, uh, Ukraine, yes. And, uh, and I hate when people, they don't like you, like it when they, when you say the Ukraine, they said that that is offensive. So it's Ukraine, um, just one word. Um, and, and that's the name of the country. But um, these folks, when, th when times get bad, they get these visas, they come over here to, you know, get education and we open arms with everybody, welcome them in. And they, they here, United States all over, uh, just like it's black people all over the earth. Actually, everybody's black, but they don't know that. That is a totally different discussion for another day. But just like there's <laughs> black people all over the earth, there's, you know, Eastern European people on all seven continents and probably including the Antarctica. They might be hollering at some penguins or something like that. Who knows? But there's people from Eastern European all over the globe. So in terms of the oligarchs, 
Money is money. You can bet your bottom ruble that uh, they got their hands and fingerprints on stuff. And uh, T. Petty, I know that you mentioned in our group chat, especially about uh, this real estate market, you know, it's uh, always follow the money, right? It's like uh, shadow company, shadow company, shadow company, shadow company. Then who really owns it? You know what I'm saying? When it's this pocket and portfolio of real estate. So, you know, it is what it is. It's just like they they everywhere. And I'm sure they own slices of, of everything that, uh, you know, we do business with or deal with or buy or purchase or builders that we visit, arts, et cetera, et cetera, you know, all over the world. Yeah. Um, so when the Soviet Union broke up, I mean, corruption, all kinds of madness. So all these oligarchs kind of rolls out of that, the ruins of what was that USSR and, you know, started stacking their money. So just like any other point in time, America loves you if you got money. So mm. they've invested in real estate and um, yachts and all other kinds of assets all over the world, including here. Um, they've donated to museums and charitable organizations. And now that all this shit is happening again, um, I guess because they're bombing the shit out of, out of, blonde hair, blue eyed people, then now everybody's all in an uproar and people are digging through financial records and finding out who these oligarchs are and where this money is coming from. And so things are happening. Um, they need to be digging into these politicians' <clears throat> uh, finances, like Rand Paul and all. Remember that group of mm. motherfuckers that went to Russia on the 4th of July a mm -hmm. few years ago. Mm, treasonous, that's treason. Uh, mm. So, I mean, I don't give a fuck about the 4th of July, but white people here pretend to. And they opted to spend the, the quintessential US holiday in Russia. So and I mean, Rudy know him, Rudy know him, Rudy know him. Of course. Mm -hmm. So I, I would love, while uh, Anonymous is busy hacking folks, they can hack that and release those finances. Cause I would love to see where these donations are coming from. Cause somebody just got indicted uh, that was connected to, to Trump's inner circle. I can't mm. remember mm. who it was. Maybe, it was, I think it was one of Rand Paul's like staffers or some shit like that. Mm. So I'm just saying people, you dig under the surface, you're gonna find all other kind of shit. It's gonna be some Russian oligarchs, gonna be a bunch of Chinese investors. Owning a whole lot of stuff in this country because there aren't really any happen. regulations about who can buy stuff here. We're gonna be right mm. back in 2008 if they don't watch yep. these suckers. Um, I apologize Look. for that belch. Let me tell y'all two things that's going on. Is that on, what on that my, was? Yeah, <laughs> I on, my, on my desk, I had a Tofa Rita, right? So I was um oh, you know, I was going to have a nookie Rita. I was drinking on that, but I had two cans. I had a fresh can of ginger ale that I opened before the podcast started. Nah, you know you can't drink ginger had, ale. Listen, especially also, the good kind. No, that's, no. Yeah. I also had a can of ginger ale that was two days old that I left down here at my desk where I do the podcast and I oh. sipped on the two-day old. That's what you get. <laughs> you should have cleaned up after and, yourself like I, I know Mrs. Look been telling you to do. And I put the um, the fresh, oh shit, I put the fresh ginger ale in, in, my, in my mule glass. It used to be a Moscow mule glass, but now it's a Michigan mule glass. Um, That's and, right. Um, and I, I, dr I drank from the wrong can, so that was uh, very disgusting. Yo, bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> that did not uh, turn out how I had uh, anticipated. So, yeah. All right. Well, well, I'm I'm glad you you've been drinking um, Nook to clear clear your throat out because we about to we about to close things out. So I do want um, you and T Patty to give a shout out flowers or predictions. Okay. So shout out flowers or predictions. T Patty, do you want to go first? I don't have none of those. I got some final thoughts though. Okay, okay. final thoughts. So number one, y'all remember last time we talked about that fuck ass law in Texas and they were investigating like that first family um, of the, the trans, the anti-trans, the law. trans. I mean, yeah, they had a trans, uh, a trans, I don't even know, teenager. And that family was being um, investigated. So a judge has has put a halt to that for now. Um, secondly, we talked about fuck ass Florida and that don't say gay bill that was working its way through their legislature. It has passed. It is on its way to that idiot descent. What is the signature. bill? Like it's, it's against the language. Like what, what, what so is that? It's trash. So it's, uh, it is um, stopping teachers from talking about anything related to like sexuality um, mm. with kids of a certain age, I think elementary school age mm. kids. So if they come in and ask a question, who knows? Cause kids will come out of their mouth with anything as we all know. Mm. Um, but it prohibits teachers from having those kinds of conversations. So wow. that's on its way to DeSantis desk to be signed. And then now y'all know abortion has been under attack in this country, basically yep. since Roe versus Wade was, uh, and enacted in the law in the 70s. So Missouri has introduced a bill that of course they have some of the tightest restrictions on abortion anyway. So women are having to travel out of the state or travel hundreds of miles to get an abortion. They are now trying to prevent women from traveling to other states and then finding groups or individuals who help women travel to other states to get abortions. What? Listen, wow. y'all, local elections are so important. These mm. motherfucking crazy ass people who want to have their minds and their noses all up in other people's services, services and finding out what the mm. hell is going on. Like this shit is important. You think it doesn't affect you, but it does. You may not you may not think you know anybody who's had an abortion. I guarantee that you do. And this is not just about abortion. This is about women having the autonomy to make the decisions that they want to make without mm. anybody else being in their business, but whatever God they choose to pray to and their doctor. So y'all got to keep an eye on rights. this shit. Reproductive yes. health. And abortion rights. is reproductive health. And that's yeah. what y'all got to know about it. Argue with your ashy elbow mama about it now with me. <laughs> Why are you talking about my mom? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Neil, give me a shout out, flowers, predictions, or final thoughts. Okay, so I got two final thoughts. Now, you know, your boy is a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, but oh, as these gas prices go up, I'm just thinking that we are really in a house of cards that is about to fold on itself, right? Mm. Okay. Orange was the president. He's friends with the Russians. 
probably some unprecedented access to the White House, Washington, et cetera. Mm. Some things there. It might be some bugs in the people's house that we're not even aware of, okay? That's one. This guy, uh, President Putin, keeps playing games. I'm attacking, I'm not attacking. I'm attacking, I'm not mm. attacking. It broke my heart, bro, when that family of four was in the denutralized zone, demilitarized zone, trying mm-hmm. to escape. That yeah. mortar shell hit yeah. them, killed three of the yeah. family members. Mm. Um, that that hurt my heart. Also, shout out to President Zelensky. Uh, we talked about this on uh, 78, right? Former John Stewart of Ukraine, um, ex-comedian. Also did the voice of one of the Berenstain Bears in the Berenstain Bears TV special, a movie or something like that. And um, he just came right out. He was like, I'm not hiding. This is my office. I'm making a video from here. I have survived mm. 12 t- attempts that I know of on my life. Here's my mm. damn address. I'll be outside wow. smoking a cigarette when you get here. Come see wow. me. So that's yeah. a, he, he ain't no he yeah. ain't no joke. Yeah. He ain't no. Did y'all see that video he put out about um, how they have restocked their army by capturing uh, Russian stuff and using mm. it against them? He mm. a G. Wow. Like an army navy sale from your army shit. That's some that's some hardcore <laughs> shit. <right> <laughs> hey, did y'all see that uh Trump's plane had to make an emergency landing because there was a uh an engine failure? Mm. What? Mm, almost mm, the old guards said again. Them old um, and they're like, well, he ain't useful no more. So let's yep. go ahead and get rid of him. And yeah, he made tapes his, his, about plane, to come out. <laughs> his plane made an emergency landing. Mm-hmm. But the gas price is growing up, inflation, we about to cut off the Russian oil prices and our price is about to go up. Everything just keeps going up and up and up. You throw the pandemic in the last two, three years behind that, you know, with this, and um, you really see what it's about, right? Like you think like, oh, okay, boom. Here are the people or groups of people that are in front of us as far as uh, individual citizens are concerned. The police, the military, banks, corporations, the uh, 1%, and probably about three or four other groups uh, that we can think of. So this is not looking good. Um, You know, it's like in a downward spiral right now, hoping that we can pull out of this, but um, we got a long way to go to get it back where it needs to be. So we'll see what's what's going on and and we'll continue to monitor that. The other thing is, I got four words for y'all and y'all listen to my words, please, y'all, please. All right, we're listening. Where is Dr. Fauci? Ain't nobody seen this dude months, weeks, right? It's all about Dr. Walensky and the CDC. She's like on a world tour, like a damn tribe called Quest with Muhammad, my man. She's doing ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Hallmark, Weather Channel, uh, uh, Lifetime. She's doing a whole damn press junket. She having a press conference and, you know, talking to Lester Holt every day. We ain't heard nothing from Fauci since January. Ain't seen him. He ain't been in the news. They didn't say he retired. They didn't say he took a long vacation. We have not seen Dr. Fauci. Where is Anthony Fauci? That's what I want to know. Probably somewhere under uh, protection because people was threatening his damn life. Mm. I hope he is. I hope that they, you know, make a little video or something. Dr. Fauci, blink twice if you need help. You know, we got people that are coming get you. You know, it's not a problem. But um, I hope Dr. Fauci is okay. But I want to know where's Dr. Fauci? Ain't heard of him. Ain't heard from him. Ain't seen him on TV. Ain't heard no audio messages. No, no interviews. Nothing. So I hope he's okay. But again, maybe where's Dr. Fauci? Mm. 
He, I mean, he's 81 years old. The man tired. Maybe he went on vacation or something. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah he deserves a vacation. He, he deserves. Okay, y'all. I got one last crazy ass story so we can go out like on a lighter note. Okay. okay. Do y'all want to hear this shit? Yes. So y'all need sent me a text message. Y'all know we talk all the time, right? About this crazy ass story. So y'all know those uh, like segments on radio shows where people call in and like, I was seeing this girl and she ghosted me and I really want to understand why. And so the host call her and then she like gives her explanation, right? What? They do so this that? Is, oh, man. oh, it's a whole podcast about it. I listen to mm. it all the time. So this dude calls in like, hey, I was feeling this girl and she just ghosted me. I don't know what happened. Everything was going well. So they called her. So at first she didn't want to say and they kept asking her and she was like, cool, this is what it is. Dude had a kickback. She went to the kickback. She walks into the kitchen and she hear he, him, him and his dudes talking, bragging about somebody that they robbed at a gas station and shot and killed. Oh, what? So they like, what? they giggling about it. Like, yeah, we did what? blah, blah, blah. Turns out the dude they shot and killed was her fucking brother. Oh, you damn. freaking kidding me. And that's why she ghosted him. Wow. I guess that really wasn't a lighter note, was it? No. Damn. Well, it was a lighter note than war in Ukraine. So, I mean, yeah, everything's relative. Murder is murder. Shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That, I'm going to send y'all right there. I'm going to send y'all this thing so y'all can look at it because this is blowing my mind. Like, it's really been stressing me out for like, hours because dude knows who she is and when she was like you don't remember what you said and he was like nah nah what you talking about and then when she started describing the story dude hung up he did it yeah and he going to jail because he can't like like, that's witness testimony right there you was the one that i heard you say it and it's recorded now you making me out. think that she went into the kitchen and he had rats or roaches or some shit and she ran Man, out I the thought was, I thought it was going Sorry, for. y'all. I, I know. I guess. No, that kind no, of no. I thought me. she was going to do her, 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 like, he had a micro penis. <laughs> nah, I see. Well, that, that, that ain't even worth telling no story about because that's so common. We don't even have to tell. That's not even really funny no more. All right, I will end us on a on a on a on a oh, higher for real note, lighter note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Dude. Let's let's let you try it now. Go ahead. So first oh, of damn. all, first of all, y'all know I got my Jeep right. So uh, the Jeep was on E. Like it was like ding 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 ding. Like I needed to get gas immediately. Went to the Shell station. Boom. I saw the number. First of all, I didn't even know my Jeep could take 18 gallons of gas. That was one. Um, It cost about $75 to fill up. That's two. But did you know that the gas pumps, they were singing to me, right? Like, you know, they have the, uh, you know, two for nine, whatever the special is inside the gas station, whatever. They uh, had that broadcast system in the pumps to get you dry and buy shit. So I thought it was some songs coming across, like some Muzak or something, right? But the pumps were singing to me. You know what they were singing? Y'all want to hear what they were singing? I recorded it. Okay. Can we get much higher? So high. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, That's fucking terrible. Can we get much higher? Shit, man. $9 gas in California. That's crazy. So uh, I don't know. I'm about to get fit and just start walking places. Uh, I don't know. Um, I might start hitchhiking. Um, but I think a lot. Train. I think a lot of folks are gonna be joining you on, on like walking. 
yeah and, and start like, hitchhiking because if you got enough time yeah. if you got enough time stay you, asses at home if you if you got enough time everywhere is within walking distance i mean shit i could walk from here to delaware <laughs> if i had enough time off personal time off you know what i'm saying so i just need to find out what's within walking distance for me and then save that gas and uh yeah but yeah this 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 gap damn i mean the gas went up another eight cents since we just talked about it on the episode <laughs> there you go well i i want to thank both nook and t-bay for their final thoughts uh i want to give a big shout out to producer e so big up producer e for always yes. keeping us nice and fresh and i also want to e. give a shout out to all our listeners uh, this is the Digital Gumbo Podcast. This has been the Idris Elbow Takeover. Once again, you can find the Digital Gumbo Podcast on all your streaming platforms. You can actually call out the Digital Gumbo on your favorite smart speaker, and they'll pull up the podcast for you as well. Um, Nook, anything else you want to add? We just not on the platform that rhymes with Ratify. That's right. That's right. Thank you, T. Patty. <laughs> so that's a wrap for tonight. So thank y'all for joining us on the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace. Bye, y'all. Be safe out there. Peace.